So chapter 12, the love of God, or as I like to call this, the concept of God that everyone loves and everyone loves to use, even though they don't understand it. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I have underlined right away where um, it says, so St. John's twice repeated statement, God is love is one of the most tremendous utterances in the Bible. And also one of the most misunderstood, misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So I think that statement, God is love or God loves me or mm-hmm. love is love, which yeah. is kind of derived from that in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about that later too. Um, all really comes up because people like that statement because it is not offensive in any way it actually it feels affirming it feels nice it's the it nice feels, warm and fuzzies yeah it feels the nice warm fuzzies but we're only looking at the surface layer of it we're not looking mm-hmm. deep into what does that mean really mm-hmm. we identify the word love with how we think of the word love in the modern western world which is you see that person and all of a sudden Fireworks are going off, hearts are floating everywhere, and you float up off your feet and float to them, you know, like you see in the cartoons. You remember seeing that cartoons, right? It's like Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Pepe Le Pew sees the cat that's painted like a skunk and, he, <gasps> and like he's like flying to her. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Like, man, when you get the Jedi powers, what's going on <laughs> with this? That's where Star Wars got their actual ideas from. Have you seen the meme that Harry Potter is just Star Wars with wands. No. I will show you that later. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Rowling, you ripped it off. So, mm. yeah. So when you read, when you hear it told in that way, yeah. and, like, someone did a video of it, you're like, oh, geez, it really is. Oh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Anyways, that's neither here nor there. If you want to know more about that, go ahead and look it up. It's, like, a, it's a, like a minute-long video because it's a short, essentially. So oh, it's not okay. that long of an investment for you, but it's a meme that will it's, open your eyes to Harry Potter is just Star Wars with wands. It's within the, the what the, wow, I can't even think straight long enough to get this word out. <laughs> no, I can't. It's within the correct, what, the time. Wow, I cannot stand myself right now. Attention span, that's what I was trying to think. <laughs> Goodness, it's within that perfect time to keep your attention. Yep. Golly, my brain is dead. <laughs> well, let's continue talking <laughs> then here about a flood of love. All right. Unless there's something like on that first page. No, take okay. away, man. All right. <laughs> so the, under the segment called a flood of love, it starts off right at the top. It says three points in Paul words deserves comment. And I'm like, first words. Well, what, what, what is he talking about there? Right. Um, and he's talking about the, where previously he was talking about in Romans 5, 5, and he's showing the KJV, KJV version. Mm-hmm. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So that's Romans 5, 5, KJV. So he's saying the three points in Paul's words deserve comment. What words? Those words, Romans 5, 5. First, notice the verb shed abroad. It means literally poured or dumped out. Now, in modern English context, when we think shed abroad, what do we think about by abroad? Foreign, overseas sort of deal. That's all what mm. he's talking about okay. here in the KJV version 
in that it's literally poured or dumped out. Oh, okay. So I, I just want to bring that up because I know like some people that I've talked to have gone like, wait, what does that mean? What? That's true. Yeah. I guess I didn't even think about that when I first read that. You didn't. Shed. Well, as far as like thinking, I mean, I didn't think of a shed abroad meaning poured out or whatever, but yeah, I guess yeah. when I don't really think of the word abroad, it's just over a great. Yeah. So the the ESV translates it as this and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Hmm. So I I like the ESV version a little bit better than the KGB. KGB is just always, there's also other things I have issues with the KJV version as well. But, um, like for example, I was, doing some digging uh, some guy brought up a, a, a hypothesis essentially that the word tyrant was removed from the kgv version altogether hmm. why was it well who commissioned the kgv king james yeah a king tyrants are normally associated with kings so that's why it was removed out of the kgv version altogether because it didn't want to associate with <laughs> huh. yeah so you know there's there's certain things you know about the kgv i have some gripes with also we have more modern translations there's things i have with the esv that i don't like either no translation is perfect this this is why i usually use uh a a couple translations kind of get a a broad sense of what and what different translation groups are saying in that gosh when reading one version wasn't enough (laughs) That's why, <gasps> that's why I have software like Lagos. Lagos. Um, so I, if I wanted to, I could bring up multiple translations at once. And there's even that a tool. Really cool. I'm sure there's a way to do it on the desktop version, but I usually use it on the mobile version where I can bring up a verse and it'll show me all the translations of it on the side of that one verse. So then I can look at that verse and then not have to do a bunch of searching to see all the versions that I have installed on my account to see what that verse says in those versions. Pretty cool. Pretty neat. That is pretty nice. And then I don't have to do a ton of digging. I'm sure that exists on the desktop. I just don't use the use desktop it. as much as the mobile. Thank you, technology. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm thankful for, I suppose. Well, another thing I'm thankful for as far as technology goes. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And as he knows here in the NEB version, that, yeah, I, that verse is translated as God's love has flooded our inmost heart. I, I don't even know what that neb stands for to be honest uh neb i I didn't even take the time to look it up i was just like okay that's a translation i haven't heard of before yeah i'm not i wasn't familiar with that one either i'm trying to remember what was off the top of my head but you know what new english bible oh (laughs) that easy huh (laughs) nice so the most recent version is from like 1989 okay or i'm sorry Wait, New, Eng- nine- New English Bible was 1970. 1989 version was the Revised English Bible, the REB. Uh, okay, nice. There's so many translations so, out there. So yeah, well, yeah, just with the simple little app I have, and it'll give you the option to like, oh, what version do you want? I'm like, there's this many freaking versions. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. There's a lot of versions out there, and it's great every time. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. That's why I use a, a multitude of them because some of them just 
Now, obviously, I don't use the passion version ever. I I didn't even know that was a version. Yeah, that's a junk version. Um, the message I use only for entertainment because it is the met the message. I nope. Really? I it was the message. Romans the what? What's the message? What? It, it's a translation that they tried to make it very conversational in a way. Hmm. So like here, I'm going to read Romans 5, 3 through 5 in the message translation. Okay. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempted Tempered Tempered. steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. So you can see where 5-5 is in here. It's that last little bit. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. But it's completely different. That's why the message is not to be used for serious studying at all it's a very 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 loose translation yeah it, it's very that, and the passion is weird. even worse uh, oh no so is that okay, of course it's gonna be in here i don't know if it will be or, in here actually yeah okay yeah, i don't see well, it in here yeah no it's not interesting okay so that that's there's not a lot of people that use passion it's a very consider a very bad very translation bad translation yeah so but yep all right um there we go sorry i've had flipped a page i didn't mean to flip the page forward was there anything else in this area that you had oh well, I had, well, let me just look at the silly stuff I had underlined. Oh, okay. So this was, uh, so thus we show a great deal more interest in the gifts of healing in tongues than in the spirit's ordinary work of giving peace, joy, hope, and love through the shedding abroad in our hearts of knowledge of the love of God. Um. The whole, I know I've had it like described to me many times, but I never remember the whole, like, what's the big thing with speaking in tongues? I never remember it because I always forget it. I never pay attention to it. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, so back in the New Testament days, especially like you look at like the book of Acts and that, right? Mm-hmm. When the Holy Spirit descended at Pentecost mm-hmm. on all the people, there was a couple things that happened. One of them was, you know, that people were speaking in their own tongue. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also people started, it, it, so their own language, yes. essentially. Okay. Right. So that's one thing. Then mm-hmm. there's the whole thing of speaking in tongues, a different language altogether. And there's actually rules about that in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's considered a spiritual gift. Right. But it's. But it's. But here's the thing. If you read in the New Testament, it says, hey, here's the thing. If someone's speaking in tongues, there should be someone there to translate it. Right. 
and it should be done to bring glory to God and bring benefit to the body. Mm -hmm. If it's being done just because you want to do it over in your seat somewhere, you're not doing the right thing. And it probably isn't a gift at that point. So it's just one of the gifts that is potential possibility that is described in the New Testament. Right. It's not saying that if you don't speak in tongues, like I've heard this before, people go, well, if you don't speak in tongues then you're not experiencing God, that's not what it's saying. It's just saying some people will, some people won't. Just like some people had other gifts. Some people have gifts of service, some people don't. It's it's not a sign of you're more mature than everyone else. There are some places that like to say that. Like Mm -hmm. the only mark of spiritual maturity is that you do speak in tongues. That's not the case. It, it's okay. it's a yeah. possibility, you know, and, and that's right. a thing that's more the charismatic thing. Um, not going to get into that now because right. that okay. can lead into a, like a thirty-hour conversation about the charismatics. Sick, let's do it. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we don't have enough time for that. No, <laughs> we got to get through this quick. Remember. <laughs> um, the other thing I had section I had underlined was when we looked at God's wisdom, we saw something of his mind. I'd, okay, so yeah, and I just like, I thought this was, I don't know, I guess a cool picture to me at least, when I especially well, as I was reading it. But so yeah, when we looked at God's wisdom, we saw something of his mind. When we thought of his power, we saw something of his hand and arm. When we considered his word, we learned about his mouth. But now, contemplating his love, we are to look into his heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it, it kind of reminded me, well, that brought me back to uh, a book that I had pretty much gone over, even though I missed a ton of the get-togethers, um, where I was talking about like the the heart of Christ sort of thing, gentle and lowly being the heart of, heart of Christ and thinking about, I, yeah, it was just really cool imagery to think of looking into God's own heart, how he has love for us. And it's not just a, like, I, well, I guess being just and judgmental and being like, Oh, you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he actually does like in his heart, he loves us sort of thing. I just, man, that's a very, it was for me, it's just very comforting and just mm. some of the Mormon fuzzies. <laughs> yeah. So, and that ties into the little statement he said in the paragraph before here, mm-hmm. which is the love which he shows to humanity and which Christians know and rejoice in is a revelation to his own inner being. Mm-hmm. So it ties together with that statement he just said there. True. So before we go on, I do yes. have a question for you. Oh no. What does moribund mean? Oh, great. I don't know. It's Where in the paragraph, it? it's two Where paragraphs before what you read. It says, revival means the work of God restoring to a moribund church. I don't know. What does it mean? What do you think it means? I, I, I have, wait. What, what word do you see that's in there? Bund? No. It, it's, it, it's not spelled, it's not spelled exactly, but it's morbid. It means to the point, moribund means to the point of death. What? Wait, what? 
That's awesome. <laughs> I, I didn't want you to skip over that because I yeah. think that's important and adds context to the paragraph that there. It really does. Wow. I looked right over that. How did, well, it's you. Um, I shouldn't be surprised. It, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right. So that takes us to the next part uh, Love, Spirit, Light, which I think is the cultural version of God that's out there. Okay. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. It, 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 I'm just going to read what it says. It, um, he has in quotes, God is love is not the complete truth about God so far as the Bible is concerned. God is love is not an abstract definition which stands alone, but a summing up. It is not possible to argue that a God who is love cannot also be a God who condemns and punishes the disobedient, for it is precisely of the God who does these very things that John is speaking. Mm-hmm. I underline that line section. Yeah, and, and that goes contrary 100% to what we have in society nowadays. Society will go, well, God's love, so therefore... Mm-hmm. And that has led to a lot of things um, that has led to God is love. So therefore there is no hell. I heard that mm-hmm. God is love. So therefore he cannot send people to hell. I've heard that God is love. So therefore he will bless my same sex marriage. I've heard that God is love. So therefore he will bless X, Y, Z, add uh, anything onto the list that we want to like personally. Mm-hmm. And that could be whatever, from the most minor of sin issues to the largest of sin issues. God is love, so he won't care if I partake of this natural plant. Get a little high in the sky and... Yeah. No, get more connected. Yeah. So... Mm. that is the cultural God that we have out there that if anyone even mm. those who aren't, I guess a hundred percent opposed to the concept of God, cause there are people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and those who aren't Christian will be in that camp of God's love. love. He accepts me for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he loves you, but he wants, <laughs> he wants you to, Follow him, sort of thing. Right. And in, in, in this statement is a misunderstanding of what, what that word love is. We associate the word in Americanized way of love as being nothing to do ever with punishment. Mm-hmm. Nothing but the stuff we like to have. And that's why we have experience. a lot of spoiled kids nowadays, too, is because those kids are never told no. No. Those kids are never um, punished. Punished, yeah. That's that's the way I put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of craziness there, sir. Yeah, it's, it, it's wild to see what just a little does. Like, that's... that's <laughs> what? I feel like <laughs> some of the... It's not, well, I guess, no, it's not even, that's not even punishment. It's, it's not. Um, let's say, cause you'll have kids 
throw tantrums as soon as you know they're if they are told they're doing something wrong or no and parents today just give them whatever electronical device it is to shut them up <laughs> so they stop annoying them we've been, <laughs> the parenting uh has really taken a, a 180 with the as the <laughs> generations go and it's really gotten just how can we or what can we do to still enjoy and have fun doing what we want to do with not having the kids i guess brewer's gonna have be. fun being a parent no he's not <laughs> <laughs> no it, it parenting i guess yeah being a parent i'm sure well i shouldn't say i'm sure i mean it is a blessing but it's also a ton of work and very difficult. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Granted, obviously, I can't speak from experience. But, I mean, from, like, I shouldn't say every, like, Christian, I guess, adult. Maybe every Christian adult that has been a parent talks about how it's a blessing, but just very strenuous <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's also a great or very a big like learning curve for them one i mean yeah learning how to be a parent but it, one one guy i was hearing uh just recently talking about like as he became a parent one he started to learn more of god <laughs> i mean you start to learn a lot more about yourself too <laughs> so yeah that that is true yeah <sighs> parenting <laughs> that's a scary thought i might have to do that with my nephews that's my training <laughs> oh boy just temporarily though thankfully i don't have to do the main main amount sorry laura and, and Matt. Matt. <laughs> all right was there anything else that you uh picked up in this chapter here because he he, he kind of regurgitates the same kind Stuff of thought. over and over, over and over and over. Yeah, which I was like, oh man, Aaron must love this. Yeah, it's getting a little <laughs> and me- in his it's getting a little messy in this book. Loving his how he writes stuff, not yeah. Um, I mean, there's some just like lines I had underlined. That's kind of like, oh, cool. Okay, here and there, nothing. So my next big chunk that I highlighted was right before point number two. And it says, scripture does not allow us to suppose that because God is love, we may look to him to confer happiness on people who will not seek holiness or to shield his loved ones from trouble when he knows that they need trouble to further their sanctification. Did you highlight that too? Yep. (laughs) Okay. I did. Is there any particular reason why you did? Or let me ask that first. Well, it made made me think of, I guess, I think maybe it it brought something out in me that I was like, shoot, maybe I've, I've, I've had a wrong outlook on, outlook on this. Because so with the first part of it, yeah, so scripture does not allow us to suppose that because God is love, okay, that we may look to him to confer happiness on people who will not seek holiness. I guess I'm, I'm maybe I'm, I could be 
I guess getting this wrong. But it's like the phrase of, you know, whatever makes you happy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And just being okay with okay with that being the end of, I guess, some sort of, I guess, conversation or whatever. <sighs> For, oh, now it's losing me. It's running away from me as I'm talking about it. Um, so for those that will not seek holiness, right? So those that don't want to have anything to do with God, right? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting something wrong here. Oh, you go first. All right. So, so let me give me my thought on that first little bit there. Okay. It says scripture does not allow us to suppose that because God is love. So we say God is love. God loves everyone, which in essence is true. Okay. Yes. But it says that because God's love, we may look to him to confer happiness on people who will not seek holiness. In other words, we may not, we may not appeal to God and say, Hey God, because you're love, because you love us, da da da, will you go and pick someone, you know, who isn't saved over here, who doesn't believe in God and that, would you go make them happy? Would you go give them blessings and that? God may do it. In his own time, in his own way, for his own purpose and his own reason, he mm-hmm. may do it, but it's not going to be just because of the fact that, you know, it's just because he's he's loved that he's going to do it. Yeah, that that's what he's trying to say here in okay. this, yeah, very worded sandwich here. Mm. The second part, or to shield his loved ones, Aaron, uh, from trouble when he knows that they need trouble to further their sanctification. In other words, he's not going to prevent you from going through trial or trials something. or something like that. And I could think of for each of us yeah, off the top of our, my head, I could think of a bunch Many. for each, each of us that we both have gone through. Come out on the other side better. Right. And we hate it at the time because it's see, it sucks so bad. Yeah. Yes, and, it does. Yeah. And some of them, you know, are sucking for just a little bit of time and some of them suck for months at a time. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah but we we both learned and grown from Amen. that and we wouldn't have grown and learned unless we had gone through that so that's why i said you know just because god's love doesn't mean he's necessarily going to shield those whom are his children and doesn't necessarily mean he's going to give good stuff to those who aren't sort of deal yeah he may do both to both at his leisure. That's great. That's great. Wild. Any other comments? You yeah, I was. I, yeah, no, I was because I was. I was kind of getting off of it too, just in a, not in a good way, I suppose. I, I wasn't getting it quite right. So thank you for clearing that up. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 a word salad that's hard to parse through. So I don't blame you at all. But I think what really helps with that is this concept that he brings up in um, point two of defining God's love. And I'm just pulling, I'm just moving there forward because I think it ties well to here. Yeah. And it says, the love of God is free, spontaneous, unevoked, uncaused. God loves people because he has chosen to love them. Mm-hmm. In other, now, I will say this. It's a bit Calvinistic for me. Okay. <gasps> yeah. So, so, but I get what he's saying in, in this phrase. Yeah. Okay. 
So that that's why I'm I still highlight it and why I tie it back to that concept of scripture does not allow us to suppose that because God's love we may look to him to confer happiness on people who will not seek holiness. Blah 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 blah. So I, I think it ties in. That's why I, I bring it up now. I'm not trying to skip a whole segment of the book just mm-hmm. because I'm like, hey, da da da. It's I think it ties in. That's why. So hmm. And it explains a little bit more about why God may shield some people and not shield other people. Um, so was there anything else in this area that no, stuck out to you? There was nothing till the end. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, because he keeps talking about God's love mm. is, God's love is, God's love is, right? Uh, so under point three, I, wrote, I highlighted this. God's purpose of love formed before creation involved first the choice and selection of of those whom he would bless, and second, the appointment of the benefits to be given them and the means whereby these benefits would be procured and enjoyed. All this was made sure from the start. I'll say this, that's a very Calvinistic statement, so take that is with a piece of salt, big piece of salt, big chunk of rock salt. but what I, I highlighted for was this, God's purpose of love formed before creation. In other words, it, it was there from the beginning where you believe that God, the Armenian view where, you know, God knew who would choose him. So therefore he loved those or the Calvinistic view of God chose who would love him. You know, very subtle differences in some words, but very important. Very um, big differences. But regardless of that, it's saying, but that's from before creation, from before time. In other words, this wasn't a last-minute ditch deal that God cr- did after Adam and Eve screwed up. This is, God kind of knew what was going to happen from the start, and yet he still chose to go through with the painfulness that is called humanity. Mm. And the next part I have highlighted is under point five which is this, the measure of love is how much it gives and the measure of the love of God is the gift of his only son to become human and to die for sins and so to become the one mediator who can bring us to God. Now, there's a word under there, just a couple sentences under that, what I just read there. Was there ever such costly... Munificence. Yeah. Yeah. No. I that don't. means gift. That means gift. Yep. That's all it means. Gift. Why? Why you gotta? Why? Why you gotta use a word like that, dude? He uses a word like that because he loves. He's fancy. He loves to be fancy. Mm. So I, yeah, any of those words that come across, I'm like, nope. I'm looking that up, and when I'm on my network at home, I literally mm. just highlight the word, and it defines it for me right away. <laughs> So, you know, it's not that hard. Fancy. Um, another word for Aaron here. No, no. It's under point six. And I thought, I, I found this funny that this was in this book here. Uh, it's the second paragraph of point six. It goes, it is, in tr- I'm going to read from the start. All Christians <laughs> inherit this promise through faith in Christ. What is this uh, promise here? God's loved sinners reach its objective as it brings them to know and enjoy God in the covenant relation. So that's what this promise is. As Paul argues in Galatians 3, 15 through 29, what does it mean? It is in truth a pantechnician promise. Pan, pan, pantechnician. 
Nickin? Pranton Dixon Promise, whatever. P-A-N-T-E-C-H-N-I-C-O-N. It contains everything. You know what that is? It's a large van to transport furniture. In other words, he's saying it's a large van, it's a large container, it's a large promise. It contains everything. Sometimes I just that the, the stuff like that makes me like you less. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, uh, was there anything else that you had highlighted in here? This is pretty much. I mean, ooh, ow. Uh, just the end of it. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, it's. Oh boy. Gosh, where do I even? Oh, well, it was okay. So it was the whole, a little, there's the, it is true that God is loved. Wait, is, is it true that God is loved to me as a Christian? And does the love of God mean all that has been said? If so, certain <laughs> questions arise. Uh, why do I ever grumble and show discontent and resentment at the circumstances in which God has placed me? Why am I ever distrustful, fearful, or depressed? Why do I ever allow myself to grow cool, formal, and half-hearted in the service of the God who loves me so? Why do I ever allow my loyalties to be divided so that God has not all my heart? <sighs> I wish that wasn't an issue, but I mean, I don't know. I basically just died down sadly because we are human <laughs> and we have a lot of issues one, but I guess that to me just makes me think of the importance of the church and of the Holy spirit. Where it's like we really got to be taking advantage of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it and after so like after nights like I had at the worship night, that makes me think of those questions like, well, yeah, what the heck am I doing? But then as soon as I, you know, have too many late nights, just not well, one going to bed at a reasonable time, and I just get dreary and cranky and grumpy, and I'm just like, meh. And one, depending on how you take care of yourself and you have issues and just, it's so easy to let one, well, one, it's easy to let small things get in the way and cause issues. And then once the big things come in the way, then it's just like, <gasps> why? But then oftentimes I well, I, whenever I get into those mindsets and mm -hmm. moods, it's, I'm not spending time one either like in the word or I'm not like going to God right away in things. I'm just reacting on just how I think things either could happen, pan, pan out and just think of, well, this isn't what I want and I'm going to be upset about it. <sighs> Which I was actually really, I mean, at <laughs> in the moment I was very upset with, um, what had happened to me, gosh, how many years ago, years ago was that? 
when did that happen? Was that 2013, 2014? I don't know what. Gosh, that's almost 10 years ago. I don't know what you're Motorcycle accident. Oh, yeah. Well, you were just about 18, right? Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was going into my senior year. So and it was 2013. That was you, 10 years ago yeah, almost. And you're turning 28 this year. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that no! would be 10 years. Oh, my gosh. That's almost 10. That's almost, it's almost been a decade. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> how do you think I feel? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, man, in in the first immediate moment of when that happened, I was ticked off. Um, I just, well, I remember just like sitting up. Like, <laughs> probably, I screamed something I probably shouldn't have. Um, well, I didn't. I don't know. Screamed, yell, whatever. Same, same, same thing. different. Yeah. Uh, and then thankfully, I don't know. It was just, I, I, I don't know. It was just in the, you know, blink of an eye or whatever. In the moment, I was just like, my mind went from super mad to whew, it's like, Hey, what's happened has happened. How do we go forward? Like your anger and all this other stuff. If you're trying to like, let this all out and get whatever it is out of your system, it's not going to make anything any better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And man, as soon as that song (laughs) was that hit me, oh man, (laughs) it was hilarious. Um, but I guess in my mind, there's, (laughs) there's no way, um, that I guess, you know, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm just guessing I'm, this was it the spirit that helped me have that like change and like heart mindset, whatever in that instance. Cause after that, I was just thinking, I was like, man, I was like, one, you're still here. Yes. Your arms are screwed up. They'll get fixed. And I mean, I'm not okay. I, I was like, man, that was one moment where i i i lost myself a little bit no it was in the hospital room i just well i, I started starting breakdown or whatever because the doctor had come and he's like yeah he's like these 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 injuries here are gonna be pretty life-altering and i was like oh no <laughs> i was like i like my music i like hitting my drums and playing my guitar so i mean obviously in my mind i was like dude i was like i'm never gonna come back from this sort of thing <gasps> obviously that's not the truth and it's just like in those moments, it's, it's, well, yeah, that's where it's very important to thankfully have the community that I, I had that I'm very blessed with that where, I mean, people from church all came over, friends came, family came over and it was very supportive. And it's, but that's the thing with the church where I, mean, I remember when Toby had come over, he's like, I just want to make sure you're not like, you know, growing spiritually like getting cold or whatever so you'd want to come and talk with me and whatnot and pray and it's like in those moments that's like that does defeat that like the sinful mindset that we'll have where it's just like all oh, doom and gloom and just like why trust in god you know he, he's gonna let this happen to you and just i guess the whole job thing curse god and die sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah no it but, it's it's so it's, it's so difficult to have that mindset where it's like God is obviously in control. I'm gonna take care of you, sort of thing. It's just 
so much in my mind wants to tell me otherwise. Because <sighs> I we're human. Good way I to put it. Hate it so much <laughs> sometimes. I'm probably got way too quiet. <laughs> I hope that even picked up. But uh, man, just thinking of all the conversations you and I have had over uh, all the lovely things that have happened within the how many years? Well, at least ten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, yeah. our, our friendship really picked up after giving you that barbacoa that one time. Yeah. Well, not I'm, giving, being forced. Your dad forced it. Yeah. <laughs> <into your mouth. laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was like one of the first things I remember clearly. I was like, because before then it was just kind of really surface level. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, since then, so 10 years now, all the conversations, all the things that have occurred, all the, yeah. Yeah. The devil it, is hard at work. Very hard at work. He ain't, he ain't going out without a fight. No. That's where it, man. And yeah, it is so important that the, well, the church sticks together. And well, one stays in the word mm-hmm. studies. Oh, it's just keeping that, keeping that up and being consistent with it is what's going to make all the difference. Yep. And that can be hard, especially for a man like me, oh, which obviously you know all too well. <laughs> Look, man, in a lot of ways, I'm not that unsimilar from you. In a lot of ways. That's right. Everyone, yeah, is different to some degree, but it's we're all a heck of a lot more similar than we think we are at sometimes, too. Yep. Even when we have differences, we still have a lot of similarities there. They cross those differences. <clears throat> Anything else on this chapter or the previous chapter? I got nothing. All right. I'm going to stop rambling. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, that sounds good. Well, that was chapters 11 and 12, 12. of Knowing God. <laughs>